0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to a brand new uh, Rock for Him podcast. We are live (laughs) on Facebook. If you didn't know it already, I'm Jeremy Brown. With me are my co hosts Pastor James Robert, and, uh, of course, my right-hand man, Mr. Sanchoos. How's it going, guys?
1: I am doing good. I'm still trying to picture... Sand shoes. I'm trying to picture <laughs> shoes that are made of sand. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, man, we were supposed to have a guest tonight, but not quite sure what happened. Unfortunately, we will try and get Marco on at another point in time. Uh, so we apologize for that, but we promised everyone we were going to go live. So we just thought we would get on here and wing it. That. Hey, so look at it. Look who's joining. Finally, our guests. Finally. <laughs> it is about time.
2: <laughs> oh. These people in bands, you can't rely on them. I know.
1: It's so un, uh, unreliable. Such
2: divas. Such divas.
1: <laughs> you are lucky you're one of our favorites. <laughs> no, seriously, we love you, dude. So we're glad. We that, do. Uh, we do. We're glad that you're on.
0: So, for people watching, if you don't know who this is, this is Josh, the lead singer of the band core That's me. <laughs> they just released their new album War Cry. If you haven't heard it, go get it. it we did? It's a good album.
2: We it's what? Album. Wait, who released our album? I didn't approve of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, nah, <hoes>. <laughs> Hey,
0: look what's been up. up, man?
2: Oh, yeah! Mikey's
1: Sporting! <laughs> See, another reason we love you, man.
2: you know i've worn this shirt so much though it's wearing out Mm. Mm. i guess we're gonna gonna have to uh order some more yep (laughs) i I, I love the design it's a very eye-catching design it's cool that that was scott that was all my brother scott yeah good job good job so
0: catch us up what's up what's been up in the world of modcore
2: oh well like you said a new album's out which is pretty cool um lot of all kinds of stuff going on just kind of winging it right now one one day at a time which is always exciting never know what's going to happen so (laughs) i i today there's like all kinds of things in the way of the rest of the band members being here like ryan it's always hard for him to jump on because he's in a terrible location so he's he actually has zero reception he's down in chesapeake bay area but like where he's at is like I don't know. I he tried to explain it to me, and in my imagination, he's like living in the middle of Chesapeake Bay, like out in the water. That's <laughs> how. So, kind of wherever he's at, he can't get reception very well. And uh, Jeff's got some business stuff that's with keeping him held up. That's just he might join us. He might pop on and say crazy things like he always does. Um, <laughs> I would I would probably warn everybody it's a very poss- good possibility he'll pop on and be like, "Hey, guys, what's going on?" And then go and like run the blender or something like that. And then you got you got Jeremy, our Jeremy, he's he actually isn't feeling well. He got home from work and he's feeling pretty rough. So he's just gonna call it a night right now, which that's life. That's how it goes. But um, yeah, we try to balance music with family and and careers and all kinds of fun stuff because in case people don't know, Music doesn't make any money. <laughs> no. no way. Unless, doesn't you're, make money. unless you're certain people like skillet. Um but uh <laughs> right. <laughs> but even they have to sell beard oil. <laughs> uh,
0: which is fantastic by the way.
2: Have you tried it? Have you tried it? Yeah. I had oh, to. Yeah. My beard fell out from it. So, oh well. Wow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There'll be no dissing of the skillet on the show. John, we love you,
2: brother. So anytime you want to come on, we we love you. That wasn't a a diss. That was just saying, like, I actually can't grow a beard. I'm jealous because people sell these wonderful beard oil stuff and they smell really good. And John's always bragging on his commercials that, that like, the beard oil smells amazing. But I'm like, I have no beard. Can I put it in my hair? Probably not.
1: Well, for those that are watching, if you have a question for Josh, go ahead and send it in. Like, I'm sitting here watching. We've got quite a few uh, people watching us right now. So if you got a question, send it in. We'll ask it. But my question to you right now, making the CD, <laughs> what <laughs> like, I know there was a little bit of a delay when you guys putting it out. Because I remember, what was it, you know, a like year a- ago?
2: It's yeah, about, it about a four. It's about a four-year delay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember you guys putting out, "Hey, it's coming out soon," and then there was like a long time. I actually messaged Jeremy and I was like, "Bro, did it come out?" And I just <laughs> missed it. I mean, no, nope. I haven't heard anything new. And he's like, "No, no, no, it's not dropped yet." So, what's going on with that? What happened?
2: Oh, it was. It was. I don't well, when you say you're doing something and you're basing it on God's timeline it you just kind of have to kind of have to go with the you know the punches that come at you kind of just trust that some some way someday it'll finally happen and the way we roll since there's no like active money flowing into the band, we do it as the money comes in and we had we actually were selling off equipment <laughs> that was one of our our efforts was to sell off some equipment. And that really was a, a, a initially a good idea until some dude in Florida decided to buy a really expensive drum set from us off of eBay. And he claimed by the time it got, actually claimed when it left the shipping office that I, I used UPS, right? So it left UPS. And the moment I told him it left, he's like, um, I found that drum set at a better price somewhere else. I'm like, oh, this dude's up to no good at all. He's good. he's I don't know what he's up to, but he's up to no good whatsoever. So it gets down to his location and he claims it's damaged. Um, well, I call UPS. UPS calls them. He says, I threw away all the packaging. UPS says he threw away the packaging. We can't go check it out. I'm like, this guy knew what he was doing. He he stole about fourteen dollars to $1,500 from us. So. Uh, <laughs> mm. so so that set us back set us back a, a lot um more than we wanted to so that delayed it and it just i don't know there's just one thing after another and we're also perfectionists and trying to make sure that we have the right people in place doing the work behind it because it's yeah. it's not easy like we can go with this person or that person but we really developed an awesome relationship with um chris and Lori, and uh they ocean studios it's just that they're really nice to work with. Chris does a really good job at really trying to just listen to the heart of the music and try to bring that out. So that was, I mean, it took a while to just go back and forth because he lives 16 hours away from us. So Mm -hmm. closer to you guys than to me, so.
1: Yeah. So, uh, Adam Castro says, Hey Josh, you need to uh, create your own line of goatee oil. (laughs)
2: yeah <laughs> ah, there you go no patch oil yeah <laughs>
1: there you go <laughs> and we do have another question here from clinton johannes i might be pronouncing that wrong he says hey you guys have such a unique sound musically who do you say is your biggest influence
2: <laughs> um for me since none of the other band members here my biggest influence are bands like depeche mode mad at the world things like that so being the keyboard player, anybody who listens to it, they'll probably feel that influence there. I when I say mad at the world, I say like, so like my aunt, my uncles, they had a whole record collection, and I wasn't into music at all. And they gave me their record collection, and I started going through it and finding all this new wave Christian music, which was pretty cool to me. And I just like started eating mad at the world up because I loved the keyboards and what they could do. And I was a piano player. I'm like, maybe I can do that too. And um, so I just always, I fell in love with like industrial new wave all that stuff so i've always been heavily influenced by that kind of music so that's Mm. yeah yeah if i were left to my own demise i would probably write you know a depeche mode type album
1: (laughs) that would be awesome that that would be interesting
2: it's 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 always there like we keep flirting with that it would we have a name for it we just aren't ready to put anything out yet so
1: A nice. complete Mawcore Depeche Mode cover album. Yes.
2: Well, we keep we keep flirting with that one too. We we are talking about doing some covers just for the fun of it. So we'll see what happens. We've done we've done one cover and some Christmas songs, but we've never done like a full blown like let's dive in and destroy someone's song type of thing. So,
1: are you talking Eleanor Rigby? Is that what? Yeah, you we was? did.
2: Yeah, Eleanor Rigby, which that was a that was risky because we were stepping on some toes probably and. I don't know. I guess it went okay. Well, I
1: remember I'm a huge like cover song nerd. And Jeremy messages me one day. He's like, Bro, get on YouTube now. Look <laughs> this up. And I was like, Oh, that's awesome. It, yes. Yes.
0: So well Not done a huge on that. I'm not a huge Beatles fan, but I I love your guys' cover of that song.
2: <laughs> I'm not really either. Eleanor Rigby was like the one for some reason that stood out to us, and it, just because of our who we are as a band, we try to cater ourselves to those who are hopeless. We kind you know those who are hurting, those who feel like they're outcasts, like they don't belong anywhere. And when you read the lyrics of Eleanor Rigby, you have that focuses on basically two people that um, should. Have a lot of love surrounding them but they're just doing going about their every single day business like the the priest doing his thing and the you know the nun doing her thing and nobody gives gives a care what like oh they're there they don't exist that that's what they're supposed to do so they feel outcast and that's a lot of people are going around doing good things for people but yet they still feel really really lonely and that's why that song was we kind of gravitated towards that and we tried to do our own little spin on it to hopefully let people know that they're not alone so
1: yeah.
0: I think you guys did a great job at it.
1: Absolutely. Like, I I have personally never heard the Beatles version of it, but the version I knew was back in late 90s, early 2000s, there was a band called Godhead okay. that did a, did a cover. it, And they were actually on, uh, like, the Nine Inch Nails Marilyn Manson label.
2: Yeah.
1: And they did this fantastic job of it. Yep. And I think your guys is actually better. Hmm.
2: Thank you. Yeah, the the version that I fell in love with, because I had never heard the Beatles version, but uh, the band Violet Burning, they did it back in 93, I think. And Mm. I was like, I just love that that version of it. But we tried to put our own spin on it because that's just who we are.
1: So, we got another question here from uh, Mr. Castro. He's just hitting us up with questions. <laughs> he said, What new technology or innovations have been your favorite in the last couple of years that have helped you to either produce, perform your music, and share it with the world?
2: Uh, well, we used to do everything very analog. And then we started getting into the digital world. And even though, even though in the beginning, I didn't want to be involved in the digital world because I feel like um it's risky like you you start to get lazy as a musician it it has been a beautiful thing so just going full blown into you know soft soft recording stuff like having all of my you know I we use logic and we use cubase don't use pro tools but just getting into that world was amazing and then as a keyboard player i used to again analog everything i still have analog stuff in my studio but I've started using a lot of soft since, and um, that has saved me tremendous. It has improved my um, ability to lay stuff down and snap it like I've never been before. Because I used to try to play it all live and then go back in and do all kinds of editing to try to fix it. So, uh, for us going into the, you know just accepting the digital world has made things easier. It it really has. <laughs> yeah. What do you got, Jeremy?
0: Well, I mean, we know what your name means, but for those watching who may not know, why don't you explain what MaCor means?
2: Well, it's definitely not a country accent, that's for sure. But like, <laughs> like we have people, we have people like MaCor, and and like, I'm like, just think about grandma, grandma, and MaCor, and it's it is funny because every time I say it to somebody, they're like, what, what'd you say? And then you got to say it again, and you're like MaCor, and they're like, what, what? I'm like, Ma. Ooh, or, but we say it wrong because it's actually Hebrew, and Hebrew would probably say it. Um, we had a uh, Hebrew person try to correct us, and we still don't say it right. But it's like machore, something like that. And um, but it's it's wellspring, it's wellspring in Hebrew, and it it is um, it's th- all throughout Scripture because the wellspring is is Jesus Christ, like he. Mm-hmm but the cool thing is when we are in christ we have become the wellspring as well because you know we were crucified with him we rose with him now we are in him and he's in us and so the wellspring is pouring out of us which gives us a huge burden we have to we have to be always aware of that like the things we're doing and how we're talking and how we're living and and um things like that appearances i've been struggling with that one um I don't know so much. I think that we've spent too much time on appearances, but definitely what the heart is because the fruits of the spirit are love, joy, you know, peace, long suffering, all that stuff. But uh, I don't think it ever says anything about, you know, what we look like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. But I mean that. And one of the things I love is when you post, you know, what's up, you beautiful Wall Springs?" I mean, that <laughs> that, that 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 gets in my day that.
2: Yeah, I that haven't was- I haven't done that lately. Uh, I've just been like super busy, and I feel terrible because I was doing it every single day. And sometimes, I and mean, transparency. Sometimes you you burn out. You run out of um, oh, you run out of daily encouragement. <laughs> Even though I'm getting like I dive into the Word in the morning. and I try to have my own daily encouragement. There's times where I'm like, I have nothing to say to anybody right now. <laughs> <laughs> but right. I still believe that everybody's valuable and I still believe everybody is, is worth the fight because there's so many people who don't think that their life is worth the fight, but we are all worth the fight. I mean, we're not insignificant individuals. We are fearfully and wonderfully created. We have been given a purpose. We may not see it because of the, the blindness that's been put on put on us, but we've all been given a purpose. God has, has designed us for a unique thing whether that is just being a janitor, and I say just janitor, holy cow, if we don't have janitors, our, our buildings are going to be nasty and, you know, like, things are going to be really disgusting. So, like, some people are like, I'm just a janitor, or I'm just an uh, usher, sure, or I'm just whatever, like, and you're like, stop saying just, because you are, and that's an amazing thing for you to to serve in that capacity, so.
1: Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's awesome. <clears throat> And I get what you're saying about how you sometimes uh, kind of run out of that, I don't know, not really inspiration, but you just run out of that juice to keep like, hey, how's it going? Because I get that. <laughs> it's like, uh, oh, I do so much posting online that I'm just <laughs> like, I can't post anything else today. Yeah. Hey, yep. we got another question here from Clinton that said, who was it that mixed and mastered your new album?
2: So it was uh, a combination of, Chris, Chris George, he he mainly runs Ocean Studios. So, but Chris and Lori, Lori who used to be the drummer for Skillet, it, that's his wife. So they work together at um complimenting each other and letting each other know if things were happening. He sits in there and does all the mixing, but then she's she comes down and she's like, you know, fix that or fix this, and then he fixes it. And then he bounced it off of actually one of Skillet's producers. So he would bounce it off them since they're close to like they live right around the corner from him. So he would have them come and check things out. And then in the end, since Chris, when you have someone mixing it, they don't generally want to master it. So then we had to send it off to Nashville, a buddy down in Nashville, whose name is Mark Frigo. And that's what just goes by is Mark Frigo. He just does mastering down there for all kinds of people, which is pretty cool. He's he's a three time Grammy winning master. So he did. It's cool to have him on board.
1: Mm.
0: that's really cool
1: very cool so what's coming up in the near future for
2: <laughs> <laughs> now you sound now you sound like you're making a pizza
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly i'm trying to pronounce it right
2: but you know see, you guys have like a tour we, uh we don't so the cool cool thing and the and not cool thing is we have never ever toured um while we kind of wanted to see what it feel like we never had the um uh, courage to risk losing, uh, the bill, the bill paying things, you know, like the jobs that actually paid our bills. So we have always been weekend warriors. Um, we've always done, and we've been, done that pretty, pretty well. Um, for the most part, we were able to average 48 shows a year. Uh, things have changed in the music world and it's changed dramatically. I don't even know how to put my finger on it. I feel And it's, I don't feel like it's for the good. And I think it might honestly just be in the Christian music world. And I think that it has something to do with churches having their own praise bands. Now it's a weird thing. Like when you contact churches and say, how about a show? They're like, well, we have our own praise band. Why would we want you? And you're getting that and you're like, this is not cool. I don't like, this is not like praise music has its, its, so the style let's t- say style i'll be careful because i think all music that comes from god is, is designed to glorify him so i think it's all praise music but that style that that Love has you know said hey this is the music that you're going to listen to and this is the music that church bands are going to play that style is is not the only style to reach people in fact i feel like people want a lot more than that and just just watching them, their eyes glaze over in church, you're like, they want more than this, they (laughs) want something deeper than this, Um, so it's, I think it's a very scary time for music, um, but it also could be a very good time, because we could all, once again, see uh, a music revival, if we just keep persisting, and pushing, because I think that people are going to start to uh, come alive, and say, hey, we need more than just this because it's a new worship music the contemporary worship music and is, is the new hymns in my opinion it's the it's you go to church that's where you listen to worship music when you get in your car you listen to whatever else and you need something else that can replace that so i think we're back to that like i am um, when i heard stories of like the 1980s and the fight that those bands so even the jesus music movement when they had that fight about you know bringing actual relevant music into the church and the church was resistant to it. It's just like this long struggle and they finally broke through. And then you started seeing churches having concerts all over the place and and almost um, openly embracing all styles of Christian music. And something happened in the last 10 years, 12 years where they've said, nah, 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 nah that's we don't need that stuff anymore and it's met with with strong resistance so we don't average 48 shows a year but we still do festivals so we have a lot of festivals so long story long story short we have a lot of festivals coming up in the in the summer here um uh there's probably there's three definite that we know we locked down and there's probably another five that we're working on right now so
1: well hopefully it's something close enough to us that jeremy and i could make it out because we'd love to see you guys live yeah
2: hopefully um yeah yeah there's two sort of out your way we'll Mm. see what they say it'll be it's about getting like trying to work with them because obviously they're trying to do a ministry and we're trying to do a ministry so you want to try to be able to work work it out so at least there's a way to get there and get back and not you know cut do too deep into your expenses (laughs)
1: Yeah, Right, right. And we know exactly what you're saying, because we're finding that here because we have bands all the time reaching out. We'd love to come play up there. You know, can you get us in? So we're reaching out to churches across the state of Michigan and they kind of say, well, you know, it's not really our style of music. And I'm like, well, we don't expect like grandma to be there, even though we've done shows where there's been ladies in there. 60s 70s i think one show there was a lady in her 80s had the headphones on and was sitting there nodding along to the music so uh, we don't expect that you know the kids are out there listening to Maw core they want to see Maw core right and we just can't find the venue to do it but hey we have another question here okay again from adam adam (laughs) you're killing it today bro (laughs) He says, uh, and it kind of goes along with what you were saying, uh, earlier going into 2024, what is one thing you wish more Christian artists would do? And is it something that you feel might be missing in the scene?
2: Um, I can adamantly and firmly say what's missing in the scene and what's missing in the Christian music world is Christ. Um, there's a lot of people pretending a lot of people saying almost the right things but so many people are trying to uh they're trying to find their way in trying to reach those who need to be reached so they're they're skimping on the lyrics and not putting their faith in the fact that god will lead and like hit we're going to be hated no matter what we do by the world the world's not going they're going to be like It doesn't like we when we go into into mainstream venues, there's no reason for us to pretend that we're mainstream because they know right away. They know they it doesn't we don't even have to say anything. We just start playing. And we've done mainstream shows where we've not been allowed to talk at all. But we play the entire show and we're back at the merch table and people are coming up and going, there's something different about you. You're not you're not like us. (laughs) You're like, what's that mean? But you know exactly what they mean because God's yeah. already put it God's already put his stamp on us. If we say that God is in us and we believe that wholeheartedly, which he is when we ask him into our hearts, he's he's shining out through us. So no matter what we do or where we are, his Holy Spirit's going before all those people and and making and revealing himself to them through us no matter no matter if we're scared to say anything or not so i think that the the christian music industry needs to have a revival needs to stop trying to be the world because we're we're not supposed to be the world we're supposed to be lights in the world we're supposed to be different we're supposed to set ourselves apart from the world in the way that they're like hey they're a christian band or they're christians doing music whatever they want to say like it's still music and like I don't care if somebody says that they're Christians doing music or they're doing Christian music. It's all the same to me. It's all the same because, because they're still Christians and they're still doing music and God's still pouring out through them. So they just got to, the, the industry just got to get bold again. We got to have a revival of heart and soul and mind and spirit and just get real.
1: Absolutely. And I you know, do. I, I can tell you coming from our end of it, you know, like the, the radio side of it, we get a ton of music sent to us people desperate to get on but when you listen to it i've had to you know send messages back to these artists like where is christ in in your song you know where where is god in this oh well you know if you, if you look deep enough into it you can find them <laughs> but eh, you know yeah. you gotta have music with a message you know and that's that's what rock for him is based around is we want music with a message. We want Christ to be glorified through what we play for our listeners. And that's why we have guys like you on, because we can listen to or and go, Christ is right there front and center. You know, that's one thing that we love about you guys. You're bold.
2: Yeah, we we've had I mean since <clears throat> since I've gone through some you know self tragedy back in my earlier days. I've had it. I, I look back at myself before that and I, I could hear the messages that I would give and they were pretty judgmental. I had a friend that would flat out tell me like, you're really judgmental. And I didn't see it until I actually messed up my own life. So on that level, I understand people trying to be sensitive to like trying to figure out a way to not come across as like Bible thumping, crazy fundamentalists, but they want They're like, how do I convey the love of Christ? Because the love of Christ is Bold. The love of Christ says, I love you, but I see what you're doing, and I'm afraid for you. I want you to stop what you're doing. Not because, not because you might see instant death, but you're going to eventually see something bad happen to you because of what you're doing. Like you're if you keep doing that, it's not going to end well for you. And the Bible gives us all of these cool kind of instructions to just keep us safe and protected, not to take our fun away from us it's to keep us protected and safe you know like that's you know where awesome testimonies come from those who are like hey you know i just followed the instructions of the word of god and you know i while i desired certain things i see my life being richer and fuller because i just don't worry about those things they are not a they're not forefront in my life they might still be there because the devil is always like hey eat this apple enjoy this apple this apple is so delicious whether it was an apple or not it could have been a pomegranate i have no idea but like (laughs) the devil wants us he wants us to always bite from that fruit that he wants us to bite from and so we're always going to be fighting that every single day but god is grace gracious and loving and he pours into us the strength that we need if we let him so (laughs) absolutely
1: absolutely as much as i hate to say this we are Quickly running out of time for this episode uh, i mean we started before you came on and we've still gone our full time with you so how awesome is that so before we get out of here where can people find your guys's new music where can we
2: find you guys we are on mawcore.com. So that's the best place to go. So mawcore.com. And then if you do, if you just want to go directly to the store, there's a link right off of the front page where you can go maquor.com slash store. You can find our merch on there, our music on there. Um, Definitely. Definitely buy the CD, even if you don't have a CD player. Who cares? Get it for the autograph, and then put it in your, you know, put it on your wall or whatever. Like the artwork's pretty awesome. I think that the art the yes, it is. did a good job. So I think that in, buy for the art, buy it for the, um buy it for the love of just supporting music, and then you get a free download when you do that. So when you buy the CD, the download just drops right into your email. So that's kind of cool. Um, that's the best place. But we're on Facebook. Um, we're on Instagram, we're on Pinterest. Don't do much on Pinterest, but we're on there. Uh we're, we're not on, we're not on TikTok. Don't desire to be on TikTok. So don't try to find us on there. If you're a gamer though, if you do gaming and you're on Twitch trying to make yourself popular, stream our music on Twitch and make us popular with you. So that's always a good thing. <laughs> we
1: unfortunately do have a TikTok, but all I ever do is put the promos on there. So <laughs> And so, and I may have to go on and buy that signed CD. Because even though I always download the music, I have a wall full of signed CDs. Because I always buy a copy, a physical copy, so I can get a signature on it. So I may have to.
0: He does that. too. He does. It's but, a sweet wall.
2: <laughs> it's nice. That's nice. I don't. I don't have anything but sound stuff on my wall. So. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, one thing, as you know, that we always love to do is pray on this show. How can we pray for you, and how can we pray for the band?
2: Um, just uh, pray that God, that the Holy Spirit works in our lives in a way that gives us clear vision for where we are to go, so we don't go on our own. Because so often, as musicians. You know, we obviously want to share our music with anybody, so we might jump at whatever opportunity comes at us, and that might be a a devastating thing. So we always ask for uh, the Holy Spirit to reveal to us what is right and what is wrong so we don't make those choices that could be devastating to the band.
1: Okay. Uh, Jeremy, you want to go ahead and uh, close us out with prayer?
2: Absolutely. Let's
0: do this. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this time. We thank you for Josh and, and the band Machor, um, Lord, for hanging out with us and, and just talking music and talking life, Lord. We just pray that uh, this year that you send your Holy Spirit to guide the band, guide us here at Rock for Him, Lord. We just want to do your will. We want to do what you want us to do. And we're thankful for the opportunity to get together and just praise your name. Every chance we can get Lord, we're thankful for uh, you sending Jesus to die on the cross for our sins so we can make all this possible hmm. Lord, just bless, continue to bless and keep uh, Josh and Mock and and all of us here at rock for him and in your, in your will, Lord, We just thank you. Uh, In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Amen. Thank you, guys. Josh, I want to thank you so much for joining us. It's always great catching up with you. And, you know, ah, man, I just, I want everyone to go on. Go on MawCore.com, buy the CD, get a signature, do all that kind of cool stuff, support these guys. So we want more music for them. And if any of you promoters out there are looking to get them on to a festival, hit them up. Get, get up. them close to us, because we want to go see them. There we right.
2: go. There we go. All okay. right.
1: With all that being said, I just want to remind each and every one of you that if you're going to rock, rock for him. Have a good night to everyone watching and listening. If you like what you saw today, hit the subscribe and like button down below, and don't forget to share it to all your friends. Also, leave us a comment down below. If you're going to rock, rock for him.